And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. Right now, you can just sit back, relax, and listen to some good advice because it's a Friday afternoon, and it's time to welcome into the studio from Envision Financial, Luke Smith, good afternoon. How are we? We're good? We're very, very good indeed. Now, we've mm. been talking for the last several weeks now about the impending end of the financial year, which we is, have. of course, coming up in just a few short days. It we will have. be the end of June, the end of the financial year. So, if you are looking for advice on what you should be doing before the end of the financial year, I have two words for you. Too late. Yeah, it's it's you, you're really pushing it. Um, if you haven't got your contributions in, don't muck around because remember, it must be cleared funds if you're going to throw money into super. They have to be cleared. They don't have to be in the air. They don't have to be transferred. They don't have to be in transit or any other variation of that. They must be in and cleared before the end of the financial year. And remember, with the weekend upon us, just... If yeah. you're early, you're never late. So. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so technically you've still got a couple of days left because yeah. obviously 30th of June is next Wednesday. But yep. uh, as you've said, there's the weekend in the interim and, of course, sometimes it takes a few days for things to transfer from point A to point B. Yep. Really, if you want to uh, safeguard your blood pressure levels, you should have already done it by now. Yeah, look, and I say we've been we've been banging on about we this have for indeed. weeks. Because no one can ever say that they didn't know. There are no excuses. You just weren't paying attention. <laughs> exactly. But that exactly. brings us to our topic today, of course. We love the end of financial year because mm. it's the it's financial New Year's Eve. It's financial New Year. Yeah. It's cause for celebration. We'll all throw a big party. We'll probably enjoy a few too many cupcakes. And then, of course, we'll get into the brand new financial year. But mm. financially speaking, Luke, mm. what are some of our goals, aims, strategies, and I guess for want of a better experience, financial New Year's resolutions we should be thinking about? Yeah, look, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Um, it's been a very onerous financial year for most people in light of COVID and lockdowns and regardless of where you are in the country, other people have gone through you know, some, some very difficult times and we've been pretty blessed in the ACT, which has been nice. Uh, that hasn't been without its own trials and tribulations. But I think going forward, it's an opportunity now to sort of just take stock yeah. Um, I find a bit like Christmas time, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, the new calendar year is a time where you try and sort of, you know, plan things out. And, you know, with July around the corner, it's a good time to be thinking about the next 12 months financially. So <clears throat> I'd be sitting down at the moment and saying, well, what are my priorities? What are the things that I really want to be able to say that I've ticked off this time next year? Because, just two weeks ago, we were talking about our Christmas holidays. Oh, yes. Um, so if, if you sit down now and, and, and draw a line in the sand and say, well, what could we do that will get us in a better position next year? And even if you don't know how you're going to do it, at least identify some things that you would like to try and either achieve, participate in, or make the most of with the 12 months that we have coming up. I'd make sure that anything you try and do financially you do in the right context. Don't do what your mates are doing. Don't do it at the rate your mates are doing it. Do something that's right for you and your partner, your family, yourself, whoever it is that you're going to do it with. And and I would say if you're going to try and maybe review some savings or pay down some debt or invest some money, if you're part of a couple, try and do it together because it's far more engaging if you do it with somebody because you've got somebody to fall back on because every now and then something pops up for everybody and we all know that bills all seem to come at the same time. Um, so doing it together as part of a couple can be a way to stay engaged with it yeah. but also then make sure that 
you, you do it as a unit because I find a bit like a diet. If one person's eating well and one person isn't, it's not really <laughs> no, nice to wave those chicken burgers in front exactly. of the person eating a kale salad. Very similar deal with trying to quit smoking. Yeah, look. Uh, uh, if you've got a correct. partner that's still puffing away, it makes it really, yeah. really hard. Yeah, and look, it's again, it's, it's if you're going to do it, do it together. Do it to the best of your ability. The other thing I would say is, you know, accept that every now and then something's going to blow up, okay? It's like a diet. It's like going to the gym. It's like doing anything. Do it progressively and accept that, okay, I'm going to have some good periods and some bad periods, but also accept that you may need to give something up. If you want to lose some weight, you need to look at the way that you eat and the mm. exercise that you undertake yes. or a variation of that. I know. I I'm, know. Please don't remind I'm, me. I'm no good at either of them. <laughs> I'm quite happy to admit that. Um, but look, yes, it's something's going to suck. Mm. All right? Let's be honest about it. You know, people don't like being told that they need to save some money, but they want to be able to pay off their home because that's their goal. And that may mean that you don't go out Friday and Saturday night. Maybe you just go out Friday. And anybody that's listened to the show and, and, and spoken to me in the past, I'm all for making things realistic and making them sustainable. This yeah. cold turkey approach to stuff is, is disengaging after a period of time. Mm -hmm. You'll throw it away and you won't sustain it and that won't achieve anything. So make sure that you've got a goal that is attainable. Set it and review it. Set it and review it. Set it and review it. And along the journey reward yourself in the short term okay don't say oh, on the first of july by 30 june i want to save fifty thousand dollars what are you going to do in the next three months mm. okay can i save five can i save ten can i pay off this much debt can i invest this much money can i save this much in my outgoings looking at where your money's going at this time of year can be a great way to say well let's sharpen up that insurance Let's sharpen up that mortgage. Let's try and get the rate down. And the difference to what you're paying now, let's actively direct that money somewhere else. And if you tie that something else to something really important, I think that will help you get to where you're going. Because if the reason for doing it is not more important than what you're missing out on, yeah. you'll tell yourself that it's not a priority. Yeah, this is one of those interesting things, isn't it? It's one thing to say, oh, I'd like to set this particular target in terms of how much money I'm going to save by the end of the financial year, whether it's 10000 50000 whatever the case might be. That's one thing. But if you're saying, look, I really, really want to go for a holiday in Queensland next year when they finally open the borders, mm. then you've got something more concrete that you're motivating that plan great, with. Great example, great example. And that's what I mean, tie it to something that is vital to you. Mm. You know, I find if you bring it back to its rawest form and say, if I don't save this money, I can't pay my kids' school fees, yeah. you will find the money. Yeah. If I don't save this money and make this change, I can't give that money to my parents. Stuff that is vitally important to you will help you get from A to B. And the next thing I would be doing is write it down. The second thing I'd do is I'd tell someone. Yes. Make yourself accountable to somebody so that they know because every now and then you need a little reality check and someone will go, hey, how you going with la-di-da? Mm. You don't want to be that bumbling idiot that goes, nah, going out on the weekend was more important than paying my house off. You don't want to talk to people about that. So if you make what you're trying to achieve that important to yourself yeah. or your family, there's a greater likelihood that you'll stick to it and you don't want to be 
not held to account, but you don't want to embarrass yourself because yes. you said to somebody that something else was well, less important. It's not even so much necessarily a matter of making a promise to somebody. It's just that when you actually say things out loud, they become more concrete. They Correct. become more real. And you're accountable for and your behaviour. You're creating a narrative. Correct. That's yeah. right. So if everybody knows that you're going to save 50 grand and you've been telling your mates all year about it mm-hmm. and you don't, mm-hmm. aren't you going to look like a pork chop? Well, you know, they'll be giving you a... <laughs> bit of a tough time at your next year's financial new year party but still yeah i know that the uh, the federal government is reluctant to use the word target when it's talking about the vaccine rollout instead mm. they've just come up with this new word it's the horizon so oh, right. <laughs> the never <laughs> so never got, horizon they've got horizons yeah. okay uh, can we fool ourselves by changing the language that we use to make it seem more appealing you can change the language but i think it it makes it i'd actually look at another way and say it it makes it less engaging mm-hmm. because it's less important and there's less of a definite tone around it. I'd rather use the words I will yes. or I must. Mm. Um, and I've been like that as a person. And yeah. I'm a great example, right? I'd love to lose some weight. Yeah. But at the moment, doing the hours in the office to help the people that I care about, for me, is more of a priority than me going to the gym five times mm. a week because I can very I'll easily... I'll send you a get well soon card when you're in the hospital. <laughs> but I can very easily say... I can lose some weight later, yeah. but it's not a priority to me against I've got an obligation to people to provide mm. a service that I care about, and that for me is my priority to the detriment of my weight. Yeah. You know, But there's an example of you need to make a decision in yourself about where am I going to spend my time because yeah. you can't do everything all of the time. How important is it to be a little bit flexible? Because you might set a goal, but then things might occur that prevent you from achieving it yeah. completely. You don't want to let that destroy your confidence altogether, do you? No, and that's what I said earlier about, you know, be realistic. Set it and assess it. Set it and assess it. And if you do have a month where the car, the house, the kids and the fridge all blow up at the same time, that's going to happen, right? But don't go and throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's what I mean about being realistic. If your mates are doing stuff and you say, well, I'm going to do that as well, and you're playing out of your lane, stay in your lane. You know, it's, it's, it's everything's about what's right for you and what do you need to get where you need to go. Not what your mates are doing, not what the people at work are doing, not what the ladies at the gym are doing. You can't, you can't count money in someone else's pocket, okay? You need to do what's right for you. You need to be consistent because consistency will outstrip yeah. nine times out of ten any fly-by-night specky opportunity or anything else like that. Now, when you've got a savings goal, it might be tempting to try and throw large slabs of cash at it on a regular basis, every pay period, for example. Mm-hmm. But uh, and while that's you know possibly a good thing, I think in many ta- in many instances, one of the big um, one of the big risks that people run into is nickel and diming themselves. They they keep buying three coffees a day. At- $4.50 a hit, mm. and don't realise just how much it adds yeah. up. So while they're focusing on putting the big slab of cash away at the mm. end of the fortnight or whatever the case might be, yep. they're leaking small sums that mm. add up to a big impact. Yeah, and that's why I said earlier, you've got to look at where your money's going. Mm. Look at your outgoings. Look at, you know, just get a just get your, your phone app up on whoever you bank with and look at where's the money going. You'll probably find that, you know, four times a week just grabbing out a sandwich and this and a coffee and or one in the morning when you park the car and all of a sudden you've done 200 bucks in a week that you could have actually just with some preparation yeah made some lunch had one you know, 200 bucks in a week you know that's 
more than ten thousand bucks in a year. Well, and there's, <laughs> there, but there's a scary number, right? Because exactly. So many people. Wouldn't come ten thousand dollars extra in your savings account actually be worthwhile? It would, wouldn't the it? The other thing is, do you like coffee that much? Yeah. Well, I'm quite happy just, with the instant coffee most of the time. Just buy an espresso and stick that in the office. You know, what I mean, what's that going to cost you? Eight hundred bucks? Like, you know, it's it's thirty June, right? Go and buy it. We're saying last week, go and buy it. Mm. Claim it as a tax deduction for the office. Carry on. Well, the the other technique or strategy that I've sometimes found very useful for people is uh, to create little silos, if you want to call them that. Uh, I like to call them different buckets. So yeah. I've got a bucket for all my household expenses. Yeah. I've got a bucket for my entertainment expenses. I've got a yeah. bucket for the bills I've got and to if, pay. And if that works for you, you know, it's happy days. Divide and conquer. So the, yeah. you know, the money you're putting towards your goal, it goes into yeah. that bucket and it stays there. Just make sure that bucket is offset against the mortgage if you've got one. Right. So if you want to really, again, ramp this up and start stacking these strategies on top of each other, you can have, if you're that way inclined and you want nine different accounts, cool. <laughs> Just make sure you're with oh, a lender that will give you nine offset accounts yes. that all offset the mortgage that you're paying at the moment because that's the real value in the current environment, to be able to offset debts. So if that works for you, great. Mm-hmm. If you've got an offset account, funnel it all in there. If you want to label the account Holiday Queensland 2022 sometime, beautiful, load it up. If you want a tattoo account, load it up. Whatever works for you, automate it. Mm-hmm. And I stress that, automate it. Don't have to be making things manually. If you can open a little account and transfer something out of your everyday account that's out of sight, out of mind, I find that works really well. Yes. If you want someone to garnish your wages, give me a ring. Yes. You'd be amazed whose wages I garnish. Um, Yes. But for their own protection because I find, and, and people laugh about this, people with the biggest problems are the people with the biggest cash flows. Yes. Because it doesn't matter. And you can always tell yourself, I deserve it. I work a lot of hours. I've got a lot of problems. I'm a high-powered person. I'm really special. You can come up with a million reasons in your own head why you can go out and waste money. But at the end of the day, I'm yet to meet anybody that gets to retirement age and goes, geez, I'm really upset about all that money that I saved diligently over those years Mm -hmm. and had the lifestyle that I wanted to maintain Mm -hmm. and just limited my waste. Mind you, it's okay to waste a little bit every now and again just to have some fun. Trust me, I'm pro-waste. My <laughs> mates will be listening to this going, he, Friday nights he can do some damage on eBay with the best of people, right? But again, everything in moderation. Exactly. Just don't try and cold turkey yourself one way or the other because it just leads to disappointment and frustration. We're talking about making New Year's financial resolutions uh, because uh, next week is the 1st of July and uh, we all get a fresh start. We yeah. all turn the page and yeah. we, all, we all get to forget about the mistakes of the past financial year. So, Luke, what are our key strategy tips for the new financial year? All right. So if I was going to be doing something from July, I'd be working up to achieving your goal. It's a bit like going to the gym. You don't walk in on the first day, bench press 200 kilos, walk out and don't wake up sore the next day, Mm -hmm. potentially torn to pieces. (laughs) Start with something and build up to it. If you think you can save 50 bucks a week, do that. And at the end of a month, check and see how you're going. I reckon I could make it 100. Okay, make it 100. Direct whatever you're going to save into an account that you don't look at. It might be with another bank. It might be online. It might be anywhere. Take it out. Give it to your mum. Whatever you do, make it consistent. Keep it separate. If you can make it automated, great. If you can set direct debits up and move it out of your account, you won't miss it. Um, But just keep checking it. If you're going to set a goal for a longer period of time, have smaller goals along the way. If over six months you want to save $10,000, set a goal at three months. Okay, can I get X? Can I save Y? And if you get there, reward yourself. 
Don't go bananas. No. And unravel it all. <laughs> no, don't, but, don't blow the lot, no. <laughs> but, you know, a bit like being on a diet. Be good for six days, have a cheat day, mm-hmm. not the end of the world. Yeah. So reward yourself along the way so that you stay engaged and you can satisfy yourself and create that dopamine by achieving those short-term goals that end up getting you to the to the finish line. Don't worry about things if, 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 if something adverse happens, okay? Mm-hmm. That's life. We all have stuff like that. Um, we don't see things coming. And to the best of your ability, you can only plan for so much. I'd be reviewing my costs. Good time to look at home loans. Good time to look at insurance premiums. Good time to look at outgoings and where you're actually spending stuff. Am I on the best energy plan? Am I on the best mobile phone plan? Yep. Am I paying for too many streaming services? Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, if you don't need something, chop it down. Work out what you've just chopped out of your budget. Direct that to your savings account because you've been paying that for the last 12 months. So if you start tallying up the things that you don't need or utilise or, or, or can save in relation to costs, channel that difference into a savings account, you'd be amazed what you can find. If you need some help, get some help. If you need somebody like me to garnish your wages into an account in your name that you can't get to, just because you know Friday night after six <laughs> red wines you're going to get on eBay and do some damage, and look, we've all been there, um, then, then do something to get some help. You're not alone. Yeah. You're not by yourself but it is something that you can do slowly. Don't race out and make it unattainable and unsustainable because you'll become disenfranchised with it, throw it away, and you'll be having a conversation this time next year about what you should have done. Um, And in line, what you're doing with something that you love, okay, because it'll help you stay engaged. This gives you a why. And exactly. Luke, what's uh, what's the uh, destination for people who want more information? So six two six zero four seven four nine. Give us a ring. We can help you out on that front, or at least work out what you can do going forwards. Envisionfinancial.com.au. We've got the knowledge centre there. We've got all sorts of tools and and calculators that you can get access to for nothing. We've got the podcast, the Strategy Stack of Luke Talks Money on iTunes and Spotify, um, and we've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra. You can subscribe to that, watch it on your phone, pause it, take some notes. It's there for everybody on all platforms and, you know, go forth and save some cash. Fantastic and happy Financial New Year. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you next week, mate.